podcast, we herald the one eternal redemptive purpose of God as it culminates and fulfilled in the Lord Jesus Christ in the new covenant. Hello, we're live. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the New and Living Way podcast. My name is Rudy, uh, live here in the United Arab Emirates, in the capital city, uh, Abu Dhabi. So I'd like to welcome uh, all our viewers, all our supporters for another episode. And first, I'd like to say hello to... Uh, the Philippines, where this podcast is primarily intended. Magandang gabi sa Pilipinas, 8pm dyan, 8.10. So I hope you are fine and safe uh, in the midst of uh, the pandemic. And also welcome to our viewers here in the United Arab Emirates, to all our viewers in the seven uh, Emirates of UAE. So Abu Dhabi, Dubai, and other Emirates. And also, I'd like to special mention our audio podcast listeners through our uh, audio podcast platform. First, with uh, our our host platform is Anchor. And after this, I am uh, streaming it through various uh, uh, podcast platform like. Um, Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, Overcast, and a host of a lot more. So, um, we'd like to give this opportunity for shout out, for for comments, for early for our early viewers to greet or to shout out as we do regularly before we will. Before we will start the the discussion for today, we are now in uh, episode uh, 24. So in our season 2, uh, season 2 episode uh, 24 now. And today is a panel discussion. And before we will be proceeding with that, uh, if you have uh, greetings and shout out, you can do uh, now. Sa ating uh, uh, greetings portion. Any, any, if you want to greet. So I see very few viewers right now. So I am uh, calling my my colleagues to join me now in our our panelists. I'm still waiting for them. Mag-greet muna tayo dito before we will start. Uh, the ball rolling. Nasaan na kayo? Nasaan na kayo mga aking mga katoto? Para masimulan natin ang discussion about this uh, this topic is very it's an interesting, very interesting and shall I say uh, controversial. Uh, uh, controversial. A lot of Christians differ in this respect. Uh, 
which is uh, in uh, scatology. No, when we say scatology, scatology is the the science or the study of uh, the last the last things or the last day, the eschaton, the end. So, and today we will be dealing with the with the with the question of uh, in the Revelations chapter twenty with regards to the 1000 years so uh, traditionally in evangelical circles there are a lot of uh, a lot of uh, schools of thoughts with regards to the question of uh, the 1000 years in revelation 20 and so uh, we will discuss this uh, thoughts these schools of thoughts as how we how we understand this uh, this question uh, of the millennium, we call it millennium. Millennium means 1,000 years. So that is primarily our topic. And as I have uh, put that in the, in the thumbnail invite, that is our episode for today. What does they came to life and reigned with Christ? For 1,000 years in Revelations, the book of Revelation, the last book of the, the Bible, chapter 20, verse 4 means. So what does this mean? So in connection with this, I have done, uh, as usual, we are doing a poll, a poll survey with regards to the question so that you can, par so that you can participate at uh, uh, we may hear your voice if you want to view your if you want to see your view here you can uh, vote in our poll question with the same as, as the same with the title of our episode so the the usual that we do is in the in the slido slido.com you can uh, vote for your answer to this question, what does they came to life and reigned with Christ for 1,000 years in Revelation 20 mean? So this one is uh, the question, as you can see. Yan. So anjo ng survey, anjo ng uh, poll question, as I have already as uh, letter A, your choices is five. Letter A, if you choose this, this is the, the you can choose this if this is your view. Letter A, what does, with the, with the question, what does they came to life and reign with Christ for a thousand years? In Revelations 20, verse 4 means. Letter A, the bodily resurrection of all the dead saints at the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ before a literal 1,000 years reign with Jesus in Jerusalem to reconstitute Israel as a chosen nation or people of God, then the end will come to usher the new heavens and the new earth. So this is uh, the view of dispensational Premillennialism. So, don't be triggered by the word if you don't understand this dispensational premillennialism. But 
just uh, uh, ignore that if you cannot understand the technical term dispensational premillennialism. So as I have said, millennium, when it comes to the 1,000 years, means millennium, 1,000 years. So this uh, specific school of thoughts is the dispensational premillennialism. means that uh, the meaning of they came to life is that means a bodily resurrection of all the dead saints. The dead saints, all the believers in the Lord Jesus Christ at his second coming, they will be resurrected. Before that, there will be a literal uh, 1,000 years reign with Jesus in uh, Jerusalem. No, before, I mean, before the bodily resurrection, there will be a 1,000 years. Uh, after the bodily resurrection of the, all the saints in the second coming, there will be a 1,000 years reign with Jesus. Meaning the second coming of Jesus will precede the millennium. Uh, that all the dead saints will be raised and it will usher the 1,000 years millennial reign, literal reign of the Lord Jesus Christ, particularly in Jerusalem, to reconstitute Israel as a chosen nation. So, yan yung first uh, choice. Letter B. The letter B is almost the same with letter A. It's almost the same with letter A. But uh, the difference, so if you see that the letter A is dispensational premillennialism and letter B is historic premillennialism. So there is a slight difference. The difference is in letter B, in historic premillennialism, it doesn't state that the Lord Jesus Christ will reign in Jerusalem. But uh, generic earth, uh, that is, uh, there is a literal reign, and also the, the 1,000 years doesn't mean uh, a literal 1,000 years, but a symbolic long period. So it means the bodily resurrection of all the dead saints at the second coming of Jesus before a symbolic long period but literal reign with Jesus on the earth. Then the end to usher the new heavens and the new earth. So this is also premillennialism. The Lord Jesus Christ will come before the 1,000 years reign with those saints, dead saints, that will be uh, resurrected, bodily resurrected. So this is the historic premillennialism view. Letter C symbolic uh, this is the amillennialism so bear that word yung mga medyo technical word uh, that is used here uh see the amillennialism is the symbolic period yung 1000 years so 1000 years is symbolic period between the time of Jesus uh, ascension as reigning as reigning now because of the, the resurrection, he resurrected and he ascended to heaven and now he is reigning until he comes again to end all things and to usher the new heavens and the new earth. Meaning, there will be no 1,000 years literal reign. But coinciding when he comes, he will usher already the new heavens and the new earth. He will, 
He will end all things, the culmination of all things, and then uh, the new heavens and the new earth. So it's the culmination of the history. So it will be a new creation already. Na wala yung 1,000 years rain or literal rain as premillennialism will, will uh, pose, uh, pose it. Wala na yung 1,000 years. When the Lord Jesus Christ would come there, the ushering of the new heavens and the new earth before that, the end of all things, the judgment of all nations of all people. So that's, that's the amillennialism. And letter D, this uh, 1,000 years reign is a symbolic long period of the golden age where the gospel will triumph in all the aspects of everyday life, which means in all the aspects of life, in political, in economic, uh, society at large will be uh, the gospel will triumph in every aspect of life. There will be a revival of uh, spiritual, spiritual revival among people that every facets of society will be affected by this golden age that is. And then the second coming to end all things, to usher the new heavens and the new earth. This is uh, the, the, the view of post-millennialism, meaning after the millennium, after this long period of 1,000 years, golden age, the Lord Jesus Christ would come to end all things and to usher the new heavens and the new earth. And letter E, if you have another view, you can choose uh, others. So both now, if you want to both, you can both now for this uh, view and just type in your your view okay, to participate in the in this uh, endeavor so uh, thank you Pelrose uh, Pabria Nadonsa for your like for your emoji thank you so, iniintay ko pa rin ang mga aking mga colleagues dito as, I, as we agree that this will be a panel discussion. So, uh, we want this to be a discussion, lively discussion. If you are watching, let's say you have, you, your view belongs to that uh, A to D. Let's say you are premillennial, whatever kind. You can join us if you are... If you want to join in the in the studio, at least you must have uh, a smartphone. I can accommodate you to be our to be the part of our panelists. So, kung gusto nyo, so I'll post the I'll post the the link for this. If you want to participate as a guest panelist, uh, you can do. So I will put the link here. Yeah. So that's in YouTube. If you are in YouTube, if you are watching via YouTube, you can click that link and participate. And we will see you in the studio. You will be in the studio if you want to be a panelist. 
live in our studio, StreamYard studio. And here is the Facebook. If you are in Facebook, yeah, just click that one in the comment. You, you can see that if you are brave enough to be uh, a panelist here so that your view will be uh, seen and be heard. And you can discuss with us of uh, this topic. So as I have said, this topic is quite controversial. And it has been for... of life because uh, the study of eschatology is is if we can say that is is we will be we would benefit to uh, to study to our last day so If this is just a transition. <laughs> place revelation is not is not there for us to like a puzzle no it's not a puzzle that needs to be you know all the all the dots we should uh, connect and then we will see the, the whole picture that is not the purpose of revelation the purpose of re revelation is in revelations 1 to 3 it's an epistle to to the seven churches 
no, the seven churches na bina, uh, that mentioned in uh, chapter 1 to 3 it's it's uh, it's about uh, persevering in our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ in the midst of persecution and the central backdrop of revelation is with the triumph of the messiah the lord jesus christ and the hostility and the persecution that those who belong to him are being persecuted by the world so the the focal point of revelation is in revelations chapter 12 that deals with when the lord jesus christ uh When the Lord Jesus Christ came into this earth, incarnated, the history has been changed uh, radically when the Lord Jesus Christ would come. And all the references to all our struggles are as Christians and being persecuted by the world, they are depicted in uh, the book of Revelations from chapter 1 to chapter 22. So... We would benefit much to Yan. So let us read Revelations chapter 20 with our topic for today. Revelations chapter 20, starting verse 1. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, holding in his hand the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain. And he seized the dragon, that ancient serpent, who is the devil and Satan, and bound him. 
for a thousand years and threw him into the pit and shut it and sealed it over him so that he might not deceive the nations any longer until the thousand years were ended. After that, he must be released for a little while. Then I saw thrones and seated on them were those to whom the authority to judge was committed. Also, I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for the testimony of Jesus and for the word of God. And those who had not worshipped the beast or its image and had not received its mark on their foreheads or their hands. They came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. The rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were ended. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is the one who shares in the first resurrection. Over such, the second death has no power, but they will be priests of God and of Christ, and they will reign with him for a thousand years. And when the thousand years are ended, Satan will be released from prison and will come out to deceive the nations that are the poor, that are at the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them for battle. Their numbers, their number is like the sand of the sea, and they march up over the broad plain of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints in the beloved city. But fire came down from heaven and consumed them. And the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and sulfur, where the beasts and the false prophet were. And they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it. From his presence, earth and, and sky fled away, and no place was found for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and books were opened. Then another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged by what was written in the books according to what they had done. And the sea gave up the dead who were in it. Death and hates gave up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each one of them, according to what they had done. Then death and hates were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. May, God's, may God bless the reading of his holy word. So, yan yung uh, Revelations chapter 20. Uh, I just want to explain uh, further the various uh, understanding with this
with this poor with this uh, poor major poor major views of this question of uh, what does it mean for uh, for a thousand years reign of the Lord Jesus Christ with the believers in verse uh, four. So as we have read in verse four, this is the question, no, that uh, is difficult question of they came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. So what does that mean? They came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. So as I have uh, noted there in the, the views, various uh, millennial views when it comes to the question of the millennium, millennium meaning 1,000 or mil, 1,000 years reign as, as, it written, as it written there, no? that reign, they came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. So the understanding of this passage is with regards to the poor understanding for different schools of understanding in evangelical Christianity in history and at the present time. So dispensational premillennialism is quite the for many years uh, in in uh, late 19th century in the USA this has been the the most popular view of this question of the millennium that as i have noted there will be a literal 1000 years uh, the lord when the lord jesus christ uh, would come before before, before that 1,000 years, the Lord Jesus Christ would come, and all the all the all the saints that are dead were dead, and all the dead saints will be resurrected on that day. And uh, succeeding that will usher the 1,000 years literal reign of the Lord Jesus Christ in Jerusalem, in Israel, that He will reconstitute. Uh, Israel as a nation, as we can see in the scripture in the Old Testament, that Israel was the chosen nation of God among all nations. And according to dispensational premillennialism, is that, uh, uh, God will still fulfill that original uh, call of uh, Israel as a chosen nation of God. And the Lord Jesus Christ, when he come, he will reconstitute Israel and he will uh, reveal the temple, the third temple, so to speak. And he will reign, he will rule the original tribe, 12 tribes of Israel. They will be reconstituted and will judge the nations surrounding them. And that begins the... the the reign of the Lord Jesus Christ, and you know, dispensational premillennialism are also divided among themselves when it comes to the question of the tribulation. The tribulation of there is a pre, the original dispensational premillennialism are the pre-trib, no pre-trib tribulation before, before you know they 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 have this uh, this this thought that. Before the millennium, 
the Lord Jesus Christ would come pre-trib, before the tribulation, the Lord Jesus Christ would come. And then when he comes, these Christians will be raptured. Magra-rapture siya. All the believers, all the Christians will be raptured. And then he would come. And those who were left, yung mga left behind dun sa, if you remember the Thief in the Night movie, and all the books by Hall Lindsay, and those those popular in uh, late 90s, this this is this is the most popular view yung magkakarapture mawawala yung when you see when you are in the plane maybe the pilot is a christian he will he will be suddenly he will disappear and uh, other like in the in the maybe in the train the driver or the passenger or in the car so the present, the current depiction of that is the movie of uh, Nicholas Cage. I don't know if you have uh, watched that. That uh, marami ang may iwan and all the Christians will be raptured and then uh, will be left are those who have been uh, unbelievers and then the tribulation would come. After the tribulation, uh, then the millennium. So, yun yung mga view ng dispensational uh, premillennialism. Now, meron naman after the mid-mid, no? yung dispensational premillennialism is, uh, can be divided into three. Yung after, uh, before the millennium, before the tribulation, and then the mid-mid-trib, mid, in the middle of tribulation, and the post-tribulation uh, coming of uh, the Messiah. Sa, sa dispensational premillennialism, it's parang meron dalawang dalawang coming si Lord. Yung sa rapture, these believers will just meet the Lord in the air as they use the text in Thessalonians that in the twinkling of an eye, we will be changed, we will be snatched, and we will meet the Lord in the air. So they, they use that text for the rapture so to speak, a secret uh, caught up of all believers that they will meet the Lord in the end, they will go to, to heaven. Yan yung pre-tribulational uh, premillennialism, dispensational premillennialism. You meet the man, is towards the middle, and the post-tribulation is after the tribulation. So then the Lord will, will come to to for, for his people. So ang dispensational premillennialism is uh, has gone through many revisions, maraming revisions ang premillennialism, maraming uh, differences even among dispensational premillennialism. Uh you have the classic dispensationalism by by uh, yung mga sa Dallas Seminary like uh, Dwight Pentecost and if you if you have that Scofield Bible that is that is uh, Scofield Bible that is a dispensational classic dispensational premillennialism nandiyan sila uh, Dwight Pentecost and all all others from 
Dallas Seminary. Yes, Dallas Seminary is the is the bastion of uh, dispensational premillennialism, and it has been popularized in the late 19th century by by in the midst of the controversy between the liberal and the uh, fundamental uh, in in theology, and it's, it has been associated ever since that. And it has become the most popular view, even up to this time, maybe in the USA. So that is uh, basically dispensational premillennialism. In that's why we use dispensational premillennialism. It's the the main issue here is the church and Israel are two plan separate plan of God in his mind, according to the redemptive history. He has two different set of plans for. For, for Israel and for the church. In the millennium, where all, all uh, believers, those who have died, and those who were left, those who were left uh, when if, if, uh, if Christians are still alive when he comes, they will go to heaven, and the rest of the unbelievers will be remaining, and then the tribulation would come. So... Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ is re uh, reconstituting His plan or fulfilling His plan, uh, yung sa nation of Israel, while the church is in heaven. So, yan yung pinaka ano ng dispensational premillennialism. There is a different set of plan for Israel and for the church. So, medyo, medyo. Uh, you need uh, you need uh, you need to read a lot if, in order for you to understand this dispensational premillennialism. This is before this is uh, my default understanding uh, in the church that I, I attended when I came to know the Lord Jesus Christ. But when I studied more scriptures, I I I I, I see this as uh it's it's very it's very fluid there are many there are many there are various uh nuances among dispensational premillennialism and the, and the question of israel's identity and the church in the in the bible as i have if you if you have uh, watched my previous exposition of romans 11 that there is only one tree one olive tree Jews and Gentiles. There are no two peoples of God. There's only one people of God. So that's basically the question in dispensational premillennialism that God has a plan for Israel, God has a plan for the church. But that is an, uh, that is not how I see in the scripture, in the epistles, uh, in many portions of the New Testament that what is emphasized is there is new people of God one people of God composed of Israelites and Gentiles, all believing in the same gospel. So, yan yung dispensational premillennialism. Now, letter B, historic premillennialism. This one is, as I, have, uh, as I am explaining, as I wait for my colleagues to, to discuss this, so historic premillennialism, uh, why is it historic premillennialism? Historic premillennialism, historic, as you can see the term historic, it's the same with uh, dispensational in its premillennialism. Uh, 
historic premillennialism is uh they 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 use historic in the sense of the uh early the church fathers the patriarch the the patristic fathers in the church that this the, according to them most of the most of the early church fathers believe in this uh literal millennium literal 1000 years before the lord jesus christ would come to usher the literal uh, millennium no so he would come first and then he will there will be a 1000 years reign on the earth so it's the same premillennialism so the lord jesus christ would come before the millennium so pareho silang premillennialism but the difference with the dispensational this historic is not dispensational in its understanding of God's plan towards Israel and towards the church. So there is, own, there, is own, there is only one people of God in historic premillennialism. So there is no separate plan for Israel and uh, for the church. And historic premillennialism, they don't see that... Uh, literal literal rain or the 1000 years is a literal 1000 years but it's symbolic of long period of Christ's reign of Christ's reign on the earth not necessarily in Jerusalem according to them uh, they are divided whether it's in Jerusalem or not but not necessarily he will establish Israel as as uh, the covenant people of God in the same in the same way uh, sa old uh, covenant. So, historic premillennialism differs primarily in that aspect of the question of Israel uh, re being reconstituted in the supposed to, supposed to suppo uh, purportedly uh, 1,000 years or millennium or literal reign of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, together with the believers. But there will be a literal a reign of Christ on the earth. So this is historic premillennialism. So if you are, if this is your view, that, uh, in, in, uh, in reform circles, there are historic premillennialism. There are many in reform, in reform circle, there are many also uh who holds this view of historic uh, premillennialism among a, a lot of well uh, meaning uh, uh, theologians and scholars hold this historic premillennialism this is very different in understanding with dispensational uh, premillennialism so uh, this is this is the view of historic premillennialism now, letter C, amillennialism. Amillennialism is, as you can see, A, no? A meaning no. A, millennialism. As if there is no millennium. But what amillennialism is saying is, amillennialism does not uh, say that there will be a literal 1,000 years uh, reign of the Lord Jesus Christ on the earth uh, preceding 
the end or there will be a, there will still be a 1000 years reign of Christ with the with the believers on the earth but it is symbolic as i have uh, explained in the in the it's a symbolic period of Jesus Christ the lord in the time of the lord Jesus Christ when he when he resurrected and he ascended into heaven he, he sat in the right hand of god and now he is reigning in the, in heaven but he is reigning in heaven and in earth and until now he is reigning up from that time up to now he is reigning and then when he comes back when he comes back again in 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 his second coming he will immediately succeeding his coming he will uh, there will be the judgment the general judgment of all people the dead the dead, all the dead will be raised, and then uh, he will usher the new heavens and the new earth, succeeding all these things when he comes. So it's uh, the 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 term amillennialism is quite uh, not precise, but the understanding of amillennialism is in one uh, one term is realize realize millennialism. So it's the the millennium is a symbolic period of Christ's reign at the present at the present dispensation at the present time because of his resurrection he is sitting at the right hand of God and then until he comes again where he will usher the new heavens and the new earth so and also the question in Revelation 24 either either or or end or that means that those who are reigning with Christ there in Revelation 20 is in heaven. That he, the saints, the dead saints that uh, Apostle John has seen is in heaven. It's in, the, it's in heaven. He has seen the, all the martyrs who have been beheaded and those who have not worshipped the beasts. They, they came to life. And reign with Christ for a thousand years. So that's that's how amillennialism see uh, this uh, millennium. It is not literal one thousand years. So that's why a millennial, no, no millennium, but it's more precisely term realized millennialism. It's in the context of now, the church age, where the gospel is flourishing. And that the, the uh, Satan or the devil can no longer deceive the nations uh, just like before when the Lord Jesus Christ has not yet triumphed uh, in, in, uh, in the grave and his uh, rising, his resurrection uh, changes everything when it comes to uh, cry, uh, Satan's hold in, in this earth. Now it does not mean that uh, uh, the situation on the earth is uh, is is all of peace and all of uh, tranquility. No, the the view of amillennialism when it comes to deceiving the nations is with regards to the gospel. The gospel will flourish uh, to the ends of the earth, as Christ said in Matthew uh, chapter twenty-eight in the Great Commission, and then. The end will come and he will establish the heavens and the earth. 
So that is amelin a amelinialism or amelinialism. And letter D, the postmillennialism. Postmillennialism is almost the same with amillennialism. It's actually before there is no postmillennialism. When we say postmillennialism, there is also no literal, no 1,000 years literal reign of Christ on earth before the new heavens and the new earth. As if there is to reign, but the question of uh, 1,000 years here is a symbolic long period. It's a symbolic long period where the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ will triumph in all the aspects of uh, life here in this in this earth. Be it be it uh, be it uh, economic. Political, social, political issues, the gospel will flourish, will triumph, and it will affect uh, uh, every passage of society, every every angle that you will see in economic, in education, that the gospel will triumph, and uh, there will be many who will be converted, will believe the gospel, and after that. The Lord Jesus Christ would come and uh, to usher the new heavens and the new earth. So that is in the as I have explained. This is how we how differ how our Christian differ in in its understanding of the question of uh, millennium. So uh, what is uh, among this among these four major views Christians are classified Christians are if we can say divided over this this question of the millennium so on the other hand you have the popular dispensational premillennialism but this if dispensational premillennialism uh, now is quite uh, waning in its popularity and because of uh, resurgence of reform it's a reform uh, circle where the most uh, popular view among reform uh, churches in, in circles is amillennialism and postmillennialism so but which is which is which uh, which is which among this eschatological uh, backdrop of Revelation chapter 20 is biblical or uh, near to what the Bible is saying, to what, uh, to what, to what this Revelation 20 uh, means. So I'd like to, to short of... Uh, to sort of some uh, expositing uh, this uh, chapter 20, this 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 uh, pivotal passage of chapter 20. Does God, does chapter 20 means this came to life? This came to life. This is quite the issue here. As per premillennialist, uh, as, pre as per premillennial thoughts, they say this came to life in the original is anastasis as the greek greek term used here 
They came to life means resurrection. They came to life. Anastasis. And it's the same uh, word, original Greek word, being uh, used in many portions of the New Testament. So they always insist that premillennial insists or assert that this came to life, this, this, this term they came to life means a bodily resurrection, a physical bodily resurrection as they see it as literal. So by the way, uh, uh, in, in various, in various uh, eschatological thoughts like the premillennial, historic premillennial and uh, in various, these four major views, they differ on how they read or on how they read the, the Revelation, the book of Revelation. For for premillennial, for premillennialism, they they read, they 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 would state like the dispensational premillennial. They would state that uh, unless unless a text unless a text in Revelation speaks of symbolic, it means literal. So that's 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 the premise of uh, of of premillennialism. Unless the text speaks of symbolic, it speaks literal. But on the other hand, the other reading is unless it is uh, unless it is not literal, it is symbolic, and it's and its meaning the the meaning of the symbolic, the the meaning of the significance of symbol means a literal meaning of that symbol. I don't know if you have uh, understood that. Sa 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 premillennial historic pre, uh, sa sa dispensational premill mainly mainly dispensational and historic they would they would they would argue that unless unless a term in revelation is not symbolic or there is no significance in the symbol it is literal that's why they say here they came to life when you when uh, when a premillennial interprets this they came to life they would say that this is literal as you see they came to life they came to life so what where is the symbol there they said they came to life so unless the passage is clearly symbolic let's say the the dragon right you if you see if you hear if you read this if you read the the, the revelation there are many symbols like the dragon, the beast, that is not literal. Diba? If you read that, the beast, that is not literal beast. Dragon, that is not literal dragon. So, uh, literalist agrees with uh, the symbolic reading when it comes to that. But when it's here, it's explained they came to life. They say the original term, anastasis is the same word, the same original word being used here. They came to life means a bodily resurrection. So that's the issue that is uh, being asserted by those who see this literal resurrection. They came to life. I hope you would understand. And reigned with Christ. So that reigned with Christ is a literal reign. There is a rain. 
Christ is reigning with the believers here, clearly. They came to life, meaning those, those who have not worshipped the beast and those who had been beheaded, according to verse 4, also I, also I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for the testimony of Jesus and for the word of God. And those who had not worshipped the beast or its image and had not received its mark on their foreheads or their hands. If you know that in Revelations chapter 13, where it's uh, there are three beasts in the sea, in the land, and uh, the last is, is like a wounded. So this is what he is saying. Those who have not uh, uh, worshipped the beast, they, they, they did not receive the marks on their foreheads, the mark of the beast. These are the people who came to life here. These people came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. So that is how a literal understanding of uh, premillennialism here, that they are saying that this is a literal, as far as they say, there is no symbolic meaning of they came to life here. So that is the... Uh, that is that is the argument of premillennialism. Now, when it comes to the argument of amillennialism, amillennialism, and postmillennialism, which essentially is uh, substantially the same, but in the question of only the golden years, uh, as 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 uh, amillennialism doesn't see that uh, the 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 times are good or the times are doing good up to the end, leading to the end, but it's getting worse as many amillennialism uh, see that that is not as per the scripture. Uh, the days are becoming worse and worse, and it's not going to be like what uh, the postmillennialists uh, uh, envision, that in the end, towards the end, there will be revival, there will be uh, a victory of the gospel. But in this in this question of came to life, this amillennialism, amillennialist and postmillennialists does not see this came to life as a literal bodily uh, resurrection. In what terms? Why they don't see this came to life as bodily resurrection? As I I I I I am uh, I hold to amillennial amillennial uh, amillennialist view or realize millennialism. I don't see this as a literal resurrection, bodily resurrection. I don't see this uh, for many reasons. This this uh, this term this term is only only here in Revelations. It is used that this term anastasis is part of uh, the book of Revelation, full of symbolic uh, representation. And only here it's being termed came to life. Now, when you see it, when you see it, when you see the, when you see the, the text, they came to life, 
the immediate the immediate context of that is when it comes to those who would not worship the beast or its image so uh john sees john sees this uh uh this came to life where where he sees this came to life in verse 4 he said then i saw thrones he saw thrones in verse 4 then i saw thrones and seated on them were those to whom the authority to judge was committed so what he see before he sees the this this uh, martyrs those who have not worshiped uh, the beast or the image which first uh, john sees he saw thrones he saw thrones and seated on them were those to whom the authority to judge in in revelation majority of the thrones majority of the thrones are in vision in heaven they are in vision in heaven no single text if i'm not mistaken or majority of the uses usage of the thrones is not particular to earth it's particular in heaven when he sees thrones in in chapter 3 i think in many portions of revelation when you see thrones it's always refers the locus the locus is always in heaven they sit on the thrones the 12 uh the 12 thrones you can see that in, in early portions of revelations in most portion majority of thrones use is in heaven it's not on the earth so there is a, there is a there will be a contradiction when you say they came to life as referring to the earth which if you say if you posit that they came to life is referring to the earth and um this 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 uh, those who are seated seated on the thrones are those who to whom the authority to judge there is a judgment here there is already they had the authority to judge and was committed so if if uh, if you remember if you remember the disciples james john who are coveting positions when the lord jesus christ would come they were asking to sit on the right hand of the lord jesus christ those th their mothers are pushing that they they should ask the lord jesus christ where will they sit when he comes again this is the thrones that is being said here thrones means the authority they have the authority to judge to judge this 12 12 thrones if we may say are in the capacity of those whom the lord has been entrusted that's why these apostles are are eager their their mothers are eager to say you ask the lord where you will be sitting on when when he comes again but the lord jesus christ rebuked them and said uh if you want uh, you you should be humble you should be you should be last if you want to become first you should be last and you should the, the the authority doesn't come from lording it over according to uh 
according to to the Lord Jesus Christ. So here we can see that what is being envisioned here is not in earth as I see it. And when you see this, uh, the souls of those who had been beheaded of the testimony of Jesus for the word of God, they had not worshipped its image. This is the immediate context of those who had not worshipped the beast or its image in the Revelations chapter 13. And this came to life, if we have to be consistent, this came to life would be the people who are martyrs. They die. According to Revelations 13, those who would not uh, worship the beast or its image and they will not receive the mark, they will be slain. They will be slain. And here, it's clearly, it's referring to that, to these, to the same people in chapter 13. If we can go back to there uh, so that we can see. Uh, Revelations 13. Uh, the third beast. I think the third beast. This one. Uh, Revelations 13. Revelations 13, uh, verse from, from verse 11. Then I saw another beast rising out of the earth. It had two horns. This is the second beast, like a lamb, and it spoke like a dragon. So this had two horns, like a lamb, and it spoke like a dragon. It exercises all authority of the first beast in its presence and makes the earth and its inhabitants worshipped the first beast, whose mortal wound was healed. It performs great signs and even making fire come down from heaven to earth in front of the people. And by the signs that it, has, that it is allowed to work in the presence of the beast, it deceives those who dwell on the earth, telling them to make an image for the beast that was wounded by the sword and yet live. And it was allowed to give bread to the image of the beast so that the image of the beast might even speak and might cause those who would not worship the image of the beast to be slain. Also, it has caused all, both and small and great, both rich and poor, both free and slave, to be marked on the right hand of the forehead. So this is the, the predicament of those who would not, uh, they, they should be, uh, those who would not worship according to this of the beast to be slain. Also, it causes all both small and great, both rich and poor, rich and poor, both free and slave, to be marked on the right hand of the poor, so that no one can buy or sell unless he has marked this the name of the beast or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the one who has 
Let the one who has understanding calculate the number of the beasts, for it is the number of a man, and his number of is six six six. I would not dwell on who is this six six six, but uh, it's particular here. Those who would not receive, those who would not worship the image of the beast, the the, the beast that is wounded, and became that that that. That first beast was uh, became the image. They worship that that uh, image that has the that has the power to perform miracles and signs and wonders, according to this text. And then those who would not worship this image, according to verse fifteen, they will be slain. Is to be slain. That is, they would die. They had not worshipped the image of the beast. That's why they would be slain. So that is the context of Revelation 20. So if we would, we would, uh, we would uh, reconcile this from this text of Revelation chapter 20, it's very clearly here that these people who came, who came alive and reigned with Christ a thousand years has died. The immediate context they were slain because they had not worshipped according to this those who had not worshipped the beast or its image those who had not worshipped on their foreheads they had been beheaded they were slain in revelations chapter 13 in 13 chapter 13 they were slain precisely because they had not worshipped the beast that that beast that is wounded and that was healed as though uh, 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 counterpeating uh, the miracles of God with false signs and wonders to its image that has been healed. And most all of the people has received the marks of the foreheads, except these people who had not worshipped the beast. They were slain. And these people, the same people, they came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. So these people who have not worshipped the beast or its image has not received its mark on their foreheads or their hands. These are the people who these are these are the people who came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. Now, how do we understand that came to life? If the vision that he that he sees is in heaven, in thrones. You see, you see, you see thrones, and seated of them, seated on them were those to whom the authority to judge. He sees that in heaven, thrones in heaven. There is no indicator that thrones is uh, in the earth for the most part of Revelation. So this uh, this this text they came to life. Does not mean a literal bodily resurrection. I understand that premillennialist asserts that this is a literal bodily resurrection. And literal reign or uh, a long years of reign of the Lord Jesus Christ on the earth as, uh, as uh, proof. That this is a literal, but 
in in the analogy of the scriptures in the analogy of the holy scriptures if we if we are honest that uh that that if we are honest to say if we are premillennial if we, if we are premillennial this is the only text that speaks of a certain uh resurrection bodily bodily resurrection but when we go to other parts of the scripture, other parts of the New Testament, always it speaks that the resurrection pertains to the general resurrection of the dead, all the dead, including believers and unbelievers. In, in John chapter 5, the Lord Jesus Christ said, in 1 Corinthians 15, the Lord Jesus Christ had said that there will be a general resurrection of all the dead. There is no separate resurrection between uh, the dead saints and those after the 1,000 years, the rest will be resurrected. So this, this, uh, this text is quite difficult to conceive in a premillennial way, in a premillennial way to say that this is a literal uh, millennium. In what way? That according to premillennialism, this is a chronological chapter 20, verse 1 to 4 to chapter 20 is part of chapter 19 in the chronological order of the vision of uh, John, of uh, Apostle John. Now, they would state here that chapter 19 is if they are reading chronologically the chapter 19 depicts in vision of the coming of the lord jesus christ riding in a white horse if you can see in chapter 11 that the lord jesus christ is coming as a warrior uh, in a horse in a white horse and conquering all his enemies in chapter 19 verse 11 so and if you read from uh, verse 21 the, re, uh, the the lord jesus christ the the great kings of kings and lord of lord of lords uh, he has uh, conquered all his enemies and all the image the beast was captured the false prophet were captured and uh, those who have been deceived they received the mark of the beast, and those who had worshipped the image, they were thrown into the lake of fire, according to chapter 11 in the last. And then, in chapter 20, then I saw an angel coming down from heaven. So, they see this then as succeeding chapter 19. The chapter 20 is a chronological part of chapter 20. So, after Christ come, uh, the rest were slain. All the all the enemies there, the they what they call this like the Armageddon, the the bat, battle of Armageddon. In chapter twenty, you can see those who has those who have been beheaded, they came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. So meaning, if if premillennial is correct, chapter nineteen. 
you see their crisis coming and in then in chapter 20 Christ is reigning now for a thousand years so that is premillennialism before before the millennium came in 20 is 19 the lord jesus christ came if that is correct if 19 and 20 is chronological therefore premillennial wins wala nang question if it's truly this if 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 19 if 20 is succeeding 19 then premillennialism is correct because here you can see in in 19 Christ is coming on white horse in chapter 20 that there is the the millennium the defeat of satan and the judgment the great white throne judgment and 21 the new heavens and the new earth but is that how you see 19 and 20 as as uh, as chronological because if it's chronological the argument ends the premillennial the premillennial is correct if 19 and 20 is chronological that you can see 20 the millennium and 19 coming of the lord jesus christ argument ends premill is correct but i if that is on the surface but if you that is in the surface is quite correct in its sequence but as you understand it there will be great problems in understanding this if it's premillennial if it's pre, it's if it's premillennial if we if we understand if we would uh, scrutinize this now 19 uh you can see here that chapter 20 and chapter 19 with the verse 1 then so this premillennial will say then so this is then no? the preposition then so succeeding succeeding 19 then so after 19 this 20 then then he saw an angel coming from heaven but if that is really a chronological way of reading revelation how come here you can see in starting verse uh, 17 uh, then i saw an angel standing in the sun with a loud voice let us read this in chapter 19 he called to all the birds that fly directly overhead come gather for the great supper of god to eat the place of kings the place of captains the place of mighty men the place of horses and the riders and the place of all men both free and slave both small and great and i saw the beasts of the king of the earth with their armies gathered to make war against him who was sitting on the horse and against his army and the beasts were captured with the false prophet which its presence had done the signs by which by which he deceived those who had received the mark of the beast and those who worship its image these were thrown alive into the lake of fire now uh take note of chapter 18 
He said here, to eat the place of king, the place of captains, the place of mighty men, the place of horses, and the riders, and the place of all men, both free and slave, both small and great. So, and then he said, also the beasts, the kings of the earth with their armies gathered to make war against who was sitting on the horse and against his army. And all these people, they, this Christ, he thrown into the lake of fire. And the rest, and the rest. So those, those uh, beasts, the kings of the earth with their armies, and the rest were slain by the sword that came from the mouth of him who was sitting on the horse. And all the birds were gods with their feet. Remember in verse 17, as, as you can hear, he, he this uh, John has seen that uh, an angel is standing in the sun and he said with a loud voice, he called all the birds, all the birds that fly directly overhead to peace, to a feast, to a great supper, to eat the blessed of kings, the blessed of captains, the blessed of mighty men, the blessed of horses and their riders, and the blessed of all men, both free, slaves, small, and great. So all these people, including the kings of the armies, including the false prophets, are all the people unbelieving who had received the mark of the beast, who has, uh, had this great fight with the Lord Jesus Christ, they were all of these people were obliterated. According to this verse 21, lahat sila, wala na, na slain. The rest were slain by the sword that came from the mouth. Naubo sila, they were slain. They were all slain. They were all slain. Now, let us compare to verse to chapter 20. If chapter 19 and chapter 20 are chronological, then here you can see that uh, after, according to this, and he sees the dragon, the ancient serpent in verse 2, chapter 2, who is the devil and Satan and bound him for a thousand years. After that, he must be released for a little while. Then, in verse uh, 8, uh, verse 7 here, And when the thousand years were ended, Satan will be released from his prison and will come out to deceive the nation that are, poor, that are at the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather, to gather them for battle. Their number is like the sand of the sea. And they marched up over the broad plain of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints and the beloved city. But Park came down from heaven and consumed them. So the question is, if this is chronological, chapter 19 and 20, now in 20 verse 7, as I have read, where these people came from? Where these people came from? These people who will be fighting all that the, they gather from the nations at the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather, the, to gather them for, for battle. Their number is like the sand of the sea. Saan manggagaling to? Where, do, where, where, where will these people come from? If chapter 19 says they were, they were all obliterated, were slain by the sword, both small and great, 
So all the all the enemies of God, all the unbelievers, all who had worshipped the beast, the the image of the beast, all the kings of the armies in chapter 19 were all obliterated. They were all obliterated. And in chapter 20, there, there is another group of people, if chronologically is correct, there is another group of people who will, who will fight at the end, according to verse 7, at the, na the nations of the four corners of the earth will march like the sand of the sea. Where do these people will come from? If... Chapter 19 clearly states they are they have been all obliterated. So that is the question to premillennialists. If they are saying this is chronological, 19 and 20 is chronological, that is the big problem of premillennialism. You cannot you cannot posit that because in 20 there is another group. There is another group of people. So the only answer there that we can see, this is the same. It's a parallel, it's a recapitulation of chapter 19. Seen in a different angle. Seen in a different angle. That's, that's how we term recapitulation, progressive recapitulation. When 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 uh, when John when John sees then when he said then does it mean a succeeding succeeding uh, event of the vision? So it's how you read the book of Revelation as if it's uh, all uh, in the history or in the future from chapter four to twenty one. It's all future. You are futurist, or if it's all present. In the year 70, you are preterist or idealist or combination. But here, we can see really clearly that it, that is not a succeeding event, but succeeding in its vision. When he saw, he said, when he saw, then I saw, then I saw. So the, the succeeding vision, not the succeeding event, when he sees the coming of the angel coming down from heaven. So where this verse 7, where do these people will come from? If all of them are obliterated. So in chapter 20, there are only the only people who are left or survival, survivor here is what? Are what? The believers. Only the believers has been survived has survived this this uh this uh this battle they will fight to the end these people in chapters in verse 7 but the only survivors are the believers so where are the enemies of christ would come from here in chapter 20 if it's chronological so uh i would have to see this Argument from premillennialism. Oh, nandito na pala si, si Brother Quits. Hello, brother. Hello po. Kanina ka pa? Hindi naman. Kakapasok ko lang. Buti ka pumasok ka. Nandiyan yung premillennialism. So, <laughs> by the end of this, uh, by the end of this uh, podcast, uh, that is my motive. 
for you to become a millionaire. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> so how would you interact with that uh, what I said yung sa chapter 19 and 20 if it's not chrono- if it's chronological. Kanina pa ako nag ano dito. Hindi ko kasi nabutan yung ano eh, yung argument eh. Wait lang po ah. Um, so by the way, Quit Sabio is uh, he holds to historic premillennialism. So does the difference only is uh, with dispensational is you kasi sa sa historic merong ding 1000 years literal reign, di ba? Meron uh, merong ding... merong ganun. May however oh. yung sa akin yung view ko sa 1000 years is Uh, hindi siya literal na 1,000. Kumbaga, it, it just means long period of time. Pero it is a literal rain on earth. Rain, okay. On earth. Kumbaga, yun yung literal sa akin doon. Okay. Uh, as to dun sa question about... Uh, yung, na, yun yung naabutan ko kasing question na ni-raise nyo po is about sa... Sino yung ano? Sino yung... Uh, matitira dun sa... Uh, kung, kung chronological. Yeah, kung chronological. Eh, Saan sab- magagaling yung sa 27, 20 verse 7? Eh, ubus na dun sa 19. Oo, yun yung ano, yun yung... Pag dito, yun yung argument, do, tama po. Oo, Kasi na, sa chronolog- dito, kung chronological. Ah... Uh, Well, there there are well, hindi naman ano, hindi, hindi siya nabanggit na sa passage, pero it's not that hard to think of a possibility na uh dito, uh, there are those who will uh probably infants, at least ito yung suggestion ni Jen Piper, no? <laughs> infants can go through the ano, can go through the dito, uh sa millennium and they are not necessarily believers. So yun yung one one way. Kumbaga hindi hindi sila namatay during dun sa uh, dito sa chapter 19. Battle. Sa battle. So, so may mga nabuhay na hindi necessarily believers. Probably ano sila, infants or what. Then sila eventually yung magiging ano, magiging uh, Uh, dito magre-revolt after the thousand year reign. Anak so sila ng pass- believers? Anak sila ng believers? Well, possible <laughs> anak ng believers. Possible hindi anak ng believers. Wala lang ang believers uh, eh. Ha? Naubos na. Wala lang ang believers. Even, even ano, uh, does it talk about even infant and believers? Infants, hindi eh, nasa womb pa yun. O yung pinanganak na. Bata, bata. Pinanganak na bata. I mean, this is uh, silent about that. Pero yung, uh, we're just talking about yung possibility. Kasi, it, it seems to me that you're reading this, at least yung mga millennialist, na, kumbaga, yun lang yung tanging way. Kumbaga, uh, Kumbaga, there's no other way to have uh, dito, to have people sa millennium na hindi believers. 
So, pero I admit, actually, I admit na yung, ano, yung argument na yan is probably the strongest argument against premillennialism. How, 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 how can we have people revolting after thousand years? Eh, chapter 19, ano. So, I agree doon. I agree na, ano, na, yun nga, no, merong difficulty doon sa part namin. No, dun sa view na yon. So I I, I don't know about, Yeah, oh, I, I don't know about si ano brother CB kung ano yung ano niya doon. Pero sa akin yun yung nakikita ko that there's there's a possibility na uh, kumbaga we cannot discount it, it is possible na yung infants na not necessarily believers hindi sila namatay sa chapter 19 no? Then naka-enter sila sa millennial reign. Then eventually, yung iba doon, mabuborn na again siguro. Yung iba doon, I don't know. Basta, uh, meron pa rin. Kumbaga, it's not hard to to construct. To conceive. Diba? To conceive of having people revolting after uh, millennial reign. So, now, with regard doon sa ano, doon sa yung yung key issue ko kasi sa millennialism is yung yung sa ano yung sa abyss no yung sa bottomless pit uh, wherein di ba uh, a millennialist take yung uh, chapter 20 and i think chapter 12 ba yon uh, and yung mga preceding ano preceding chapters as parang ano lang no parang uh, restatement or recapitulation nung ano kubaga it's describing it's describing uh, same event pero parang different aspect yung problem ko kasi sa ganung interpretation ng revelation 20 is yung language kasi niya is so different halimbawa Uh, wait lang po, hanapin ko yung passage na kung saan, ano, magkaiba sila. Na magkaiba sila eh. Wait chapter? lang po, hanapin. I think it's chapter uh, Kasi, di, uh, I, I, hindi ko po alam yung brand nyo po ng ano, no, <laughs> na millennialism, pero, di ba, there, there's an millennialist na nagsasabi that Satan is bound now. Tama po. Yan yung typical millennialist view. Tama po. That Satan is bound Oh, lahat. Lahat, lahat na millennialist. Lahat na bound in the terms, in terms of uh, the gospel into deceiving the nations. The nations, yeah. Believe oh, the gospel. Yun, yun lang ang sinasabi. Par- uh, but, yung but, but power is yung, yung yeah, power but, 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 ni Satan's towards yeah. uh, people to believe, yung, yung power niya has been uh, limited already in terms of deceiving the nations. Yeah, It's all yeah. millennial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nasa, wait lang po, hanapin ko lang yung passage. Yung reference sa Abyss sa may chapter... Where, nakalimutan ko yung exact reference wherein nakalagay po doon that the abyss 
is open. Nakabukas siya. Okay? Saan? Saan yun? Uh, nanap ko po eh. Wait lang po. Wait lang. Search natin. Ito. Uh, alimbawa sa chapter 9 po. No? Chapter 9... Chapter 11, Chapter 17, nalimbawa sa Chapter 9, verse, verse 2, sabi dito, He opened the shaft of the abyss and smoke rose up, rose out of it like smoke from giant furnace. The sun and the air were darkened with smoke from the shaft. Tapos 11, uh, sorry, Verse 11, uh, chapter 11 naman, when they have completed their testimony, the beast that comes up from the abyss will make war on them and conquer them and kill them. Uh, chapter 17, the beast you saw was and is not, but is about to come up from the abyss, then go to destruction. So, dun sa mga passages na yon, the abyss is open. Kumbaga, mm. where, where yung... Uh, Tawag dito yung mga, yung bees ng galing, yung holes, uh, tawag dito. Inopen uh, naman yun. Inopen yeah, yeah, naman yun. Inopen siya, inopen. Oh, so bukas siya. Bukas siya. Mm-hmm. Wherein sa chapter 20, it's bound. It's, it's oh. uh, sorry, it's mm-hmm. chained. It's closed. Mm-hmm. Sa akin kasi parang, ano siya eh, parang it's hard to see na na yung both are true at the same time na it's open and close kasi it seems sa uh, amillennialist it sounds like that kasi nga if you say that Satan is bound now then the abyss is close does that make sense? but if you say that it's open then it's not close so sa akin yun yung ano ko yun yung parang nag Kaya hesitant ako dun sa ano, sa interpretation na yun ng ano, ng recapitulation idea kasi they are these are two different these are two same ano imagery, no? Same imagery, bottomless bottomless pit. Uh, tapos merong chain, merong angel na nagbubukas, nagko-close, no? Pero uh, magka- if pag binasa mo siya in my understanding, uh, magkaiba sila. Magkaiba sila talaga ng sinasabi. Yung isa bukas, yung isa sarado. So, Pero dito sa ano, dito sa 20, actually, kung sasabihin mo yung relation ng close and open, is upon those who open and close or open close the beast or the, the, the pit. Kasi the angel, the angel is the one who threw him, di ba? In verse chapter 20, verse 2. The dragon, the ancient serpent, the devil, the Satan, he bound him for a thousand years and threw him into the pit. So, and yeah, yeah, sealed it oh. over. And sealed it over him. Sinarado niya. So that he yeah. might not deceive the nation. So, yeah. there is a power, authority of, from the, uh, the angel to seal, to close, so that he would not be deceived. So, in, in saying that he closes the pit, shut it, and sealed it. 
it's for the purpose that he might not deceive the nations. Yun yes. yung pinapakita doon eh. Yeah, it's yeah, not precisely. because uh, uh, pinapakita doon is the angel doing that so that uh, that the Satan or devil should not deceive any longer. But the problem Until the is thousand years yeah, yeah, ended, oh. and after that, he must be released. Yeah, yeah. So the question, but, ang question na sinasabi mo dyan is whether uh, that is still to be future or kasi sa, sa amin ninyo kasi, ang, ang question yan is when the Lord Jesus Christ resurrected and He ascended into heaven, He is sitting in the right hand now from that time up to now, He yeah, has oh. uh, already conquered Satan. He has no longer has the, the authority to deceive the nations in terms of believing the gospel. Yan yung, yan yung, uh, pag tinignan mo yung the deception, deception dun sa mga hindi nag-worship o yung mga nag-worship sa beast. And pagdating dito, that he might not deceive the nations, paano mo yan i-differentiate? That sabi sa verse, uh, four, uh, verse 3, that he might not deceive the nations any longer. Pero dito hmm. sa sa verse 4, so when he was released, he will be deceived. He will they will deceive. Yeah, oh. Those who had been uh worship the beast or the image. So they this this uh Satan again, he will deceive those who had uh those who had worshiped the beast and its image. So ang power ni Satan is to deceive when it comes to worshiping the beast or the image, those who are not worship, those who are the believers, who are with the Lord Jesus Christ. So, yun yung nalimit yung power niya. So, and kung babasahin ko si, ano, si, si Bill, Greg Bill, when it comes to this recapitulation na sulat ko to dito, that Yung chapter 19, 19 to 20. Chapter 19, 19 to 20. Yung 19. And I saw the beasts and the kings of the earth with their armies gathered to make war against him who was sitting on the horse and against his army. And the beast was captured with the false prophet who in its presence had done the sign by which he deceived. Those who had received the mark of the beast who worship its image. So, deceived niya yung mga nag-worship by receiving the mark of the beast, di ba? And those who had not been deceived are slain. Tama? They were slain. At ito yung mga nabuhay sa 20. So, meaning, yung deception ay hindi niya na-deceive yung mga they came to to life for a thousand years with Christ. So, yung deception is particular to the gospel to believing the Lord Jesus Christ. Clearly. Now, kung babasahin ko dito si ano, no? Gusto ko lang ikot, maganda yung sinami ni Greg Ville sa Revelation, which my influence, one-one influence, Revelation 16, 12 to 16, binabanggit din yan. Tingnan nga natin yun. Revelation 16, 12. 
isa pang proof na ito yung recapitulation. Uh, 12, 12 to 16. So, ito na yun, no? The sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river uh, Euphrates, and its water was dried up to prepare the way for the kings from the east. And I saw coming out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, out of the mouth of the false prophet, three unclean spirit spirits like frogs for they are demonic spirits performing signs will go abroad to the kings of the whole world to assemble them for battle on the great day of God the Almighty so lahat din dito no kings of the whole world to assemble them for battle so it's the battle of Armageddon according to verse 15 they assemble them at the place of in Hebrew called Armageddon now Quote ko lang to si si ano si Greg Bill. Revelation 16:12 to 16, 19 19 to 20 and 20 verse 8 have in common not only the same language for the gathering together of forces for the war. Noted above, but also the idea that the gathered forces have been deceived into participating. This enforces the impression that Satan's deception of the nations in 20 verse 8 to gather them for war, to gather them together for the war, is the same event as the deception of the nations in 16, 12 to 16 and 19:19, where respectively demons gathered them together for the war of Armageddon and the kings of the earth and their armies are gathered together to make war. Uh, the latter connect, connection with mention of the post-prophet deceptive activities, though that is not directly stated. And just as the war of Armageddon in chapter 16 is followed by this description of the destruction of the cosmos, so likewise vision of the dissolution of the world follows the final battle in 27 verse 10, which suggests further the synchronous parallelism of the two segments. Yan yung sinabi niya sa book of revelation kasi pag pag tinignan mo siya na 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 chronological uh, kasi complete yung vision ni, ni ni ano eh complete yung vision ni ni John eh hindi mo pwedeng sabihin bakit hindi niya nakita yung yung infants kasi ang ang pinipicture doon yung battle eh hindi naman pwedeng makipatel yung infants or hey, yung bata yeah. hey, I, diba? I, 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 Yeah, yeah, pero we, we, uh, kasi yung argument ng millennialist goes like uh, so therefore totally wala nang natira. Kumbaga, it assumes na it assumes na it assumes na na lahat ba makikipaglaban doon as in uh, oh, lahat, doon. lahat ng lahat ng living mamamatay. Oh, nakalagay na doon, no? Nakalagay doon sa 19, no? Uh, sige, basahin natin. Tinawag nga ng angel eh. Uh, ito. Then I saw an angel. Nakashare ko ba? Ayan, nashare ko pala. Then I saw an angel standing in the sun. 
And with a loud voice, he called to all the birds that fly directly overhead, Come, gather for the supper of God, for the great supper of mm. God, to eat the place of kings, the place of mm. captains, the place of mighty men, the flesh of horses and their riders, and the flesh of all men, both free and slave, both small and great. Yan, sabi. So, in all encompassing, no? kapag tinignan mo yung small and great, yung gamit na small and great, pag tinignan mo sa great white throne judgment dito, yun yun, yun yung nakalagay doon. Lahat, great and small, lahat. Dito sa... Uh, and the dead, sa so verse 20, no? Uh, I saw a great eleven. Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it from his presence and earth and sky fled away in no place. With, and I saw the dead, great and small. Yan. Great and small. Meaning all. All the dead. And all, all understand that this pertains to the general judgment of all. Meaning great and small. Lahat ng great and small. Meaning maybe in its standing, great and small standing before the throne. So this is the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nine, so yung gamit doon, yung gamit doon sa 19 din ng great and small, tapos kings and armies, pati horses, are all inclusive of uh, the same being defect in a different angle doon sa chapter 20. Doon sa chapter 20. Kasi sa chapter 19 is depicting the, the battle, is depicting the warrior Christ when he comes back seated seated on the white horse to conquer his enemies now so mm-hmm. 21 is yung vision na yon is there is a there might be a successive successive thing in the vision but it's uh, depicting the same battle that is being envisioned in 20 dun sa kasi yun nga magkakaroon talaga ng problema which is really the, the most difficult part kung yun ay success, kung yun ay chronological. Yan. Pero hindi pa yan would, na... Would, ano would, sa, would, you say, would you say included dun sa flesh of all people yung believers? Di ba hindi? Oo, unbelievers yun eh. Unbelievers oh. yun eh. Ama. Oh, lahat yun mga enemies ni God eh. So included enemies anak ng mga believers? Included anak ng believers na unbeliever? Mga infant and believers. Ang, ang vision is all his enemies. Now, kung titignan mo yan sa Ephesians, sa Thessalonians, maliwanag din yan sa Thessalonians chapter 4, if I'm not mistaken, na lahat ng enemies ni Christ, pagdating niya, he will destroy, di ba? Poor uh, ba yun? Uh, he will destroy with his mouth. Sabi mm-hmm. doon. It's the same it's the same uh it's the same words that is being used here in the in chapter 19. He will destroy by his mouth uh, all his enemies when he comes back. So that yeah, is particular that, to, does that include to infant the judgment. Does that, does that to, include to ba, ang sinasabing talagang war battle. Do you do you see? Do you think that there will be a war? Not necessarily, but I don't think so. I agree. I agree. Jan, sa sinabi mo. 
na hindi naman, kumbaga, God, Jesus doesn't have to <laughs> go, go by to his war word. again. Yeah, by His word. Yeah, by his, I agree. By His mouth. Yeah, I uh, agree naman. Sabi sa uh, Thessalonians, by His mouth. By His mouth. Diba? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my question is, does does it include uh, infants or uh children of unbelievers, uh, believers or unbelievers alike, yung all people here, free and slaves, small and great. Parang speculative just, din sa akin. Hindi, I'm just saying na you cannot discount yung possibility. Yun lang yung, yun lang yung sa akin. Gaya nga sabi ko, yun yung, yan yung difficulty sa akin eh. Kumbaga, mm. Kung paano magkakaroon ng nang ano nang hindi mo dun sa ay agree oh, doon ay tama. agree doon. Tama 'yon. May may medyo may punto 'yon pero iiaano mo yeah. 'yun. You have to reconcile that in the other clear text where it it uh it depicts the same language like what what uh, what Christ has said. What in in Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 pala 'yung sinasabi ko. Uh, naku na ano ko 'yung ano sa 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 after the revealing of the the man of perdition the son of perdition yun sa uh, the man of lawlessness after that he will be revealed and he will be destroyed by the mouth of Christ diba yeah, yeah. Oh. Mm. sa sa, mm. sa context yun ng lahat ng pati yung uh, sa, sa Pestosolonians yata yun that he will uh, destroyed by his mouth lahat ng mga Away niya. So it it pictures it pictures uh, judgment upon all his enemies, all unbelievers at that time. So it doesn't if you picture that as a war, a, 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 a real war, definitely. Di mo makikita mga infants don na mayroong mga arms, but it pictures an able man, all men, small and great fighting against uh, I, I would say kasi yung sa sa Second Thessalonians hindi siya exhaustive. Kumbaga, he's speaking oh. in general terms eh. Kumbaga, he, hindi naman niya binibigay yung details nung how precisely gagawin ni, ni Jesus yun or yung yung tag dito yung uh, how it pans out dun sa last days uh, sa end times. So mm-hmm. I still think na hindi siya ano hindi siya mabaga uh, hindi siya conclusive in terms of therefore lahat included children included ano mabaga y- y- yun lang yung ano ko doon yun yun lang yung nakikita kong ano um tag dito uh, possible answer doon sa uh, Uh, dun sa mga magre-revolt after 1,000 years. So, pero other than that, kasi yung primary concern ko talaga is yung language kasi, parang, parang, yung open and close na, no, na pit, parang it doesn't make sense na they are describing the same events, tapos yung imagery, meron kang nakaklose na pit, meron kang nakabukas na pit. Kasi contradiction yun eh. Diba? Eh, iba yung vision ng sinasabi mo sa chapter 9. Iba, iba yung vision doon. It depicts another vision. Ang, ang, ang closing ng pit doon, ang opening ng pit doon, 
is more similar to those uh, ma-release siya. So, pag tinignan mo yung chapter 9... Ah, so, so eh, ibig sabihin, so yung, yung, yung parallel ng chapter 9 is yung release after 1,000 years. Oh, pwedeng sabihin na ganun. Pero ang mm-hmm. dinidetect ng creation na yon is uh, not in the terms of this uh, picture. Kasi yung pag-release tsaka pag-close is with the authority of the angel eh. Para Kasi hindi after, siya... After, after niya i-release, di ba? Sinabi dun, uh, dito, yun nga, may authority yung ano, he will have authority yung, yung beast, tapos uh, i-deceive niya yung nations, tapos, yun yung gagawin niya precisely eh, after niya oh. i-release eh. Doon sa chapter 9, di ba? After niya lumabas, and yung, hindi lang yun, yung mga, yung uh, evil spirits na galing doon sa pit, di ba? Sabi doon, uh, yun nga, uh, they will, ano, deceive. So, sa amin, parang... Sa seventh seal? Sa seventh, seventh seal ba yan? Uh, anyway, uh, iwan muna natin yung question na yun. So, uh, doon tayo sa ibang, ano, sa ibang uh, angle. Uh, para mag ano tayo kasi hindi ko pa hindi ko pa natackle diyan yung ibang mga argument like mm. yung sinabi ko kanina yung they came to life is literal uh, unless it, unless it has been proven uh, symbolic it is literal according to premillennial thought uh, specifically yung historical uh, yung literal pagiging literal ng So, but uh, amillennial or postmillennial or those who see in the, yung ano, yung tawag dyan, uh, historical redemptive uh, aspect is yung, yung unless, unless a text is proven uh, symbolic, unless a text is proven literal, it is symbolic because of its nature of the book of Revelation. It's uh, more than 400 sightings of symbols in in revelation pertaining to old testament and half maybe half more than 200 are uh, being being seen here in revelation so so lahat yan yung mga ano diyan it's full of symbolism now when you say they came to life pag sa talagang sa original word ng anastasis yun yung inaargue talaga ng ng premillennial eh talagang literal uh, rain literal literal uh, resurrection body, re- body resurrection yeah. no? so yeah. uh, well yung yung sa akin kasi other than sa word study yung argument ko diyan kasi is yung parallel niya kasi yung yung nabanggit dito literally namatay sila physically eh So yes. yung parallel, yung parallel is physical resurrection. It doesn't make sense na bigla niyang ipapasok yung ano eh, yung kung kung ang view mo sa made alive dito is for example regeneration, but it doesn't make sense. So kaya made alive sa heaven sa intermediate state. Parang parang para sa akin, parang na na ano na naputol yung parallelism niya. Kasi 'di ba, yung contrast kasi tingnan niyo sabi doon sa ano ano ba yun? Uh, sabi niya dito sa... Ayan. Verse 4. Then I saw thrones and seated on them were those who had been given authority to judge. 
and also saw the souls of those who had been beheaded. This is physical beheading because of the testimony about Jesus and because of the word of God. These are literally dead people. Tama? O yung, physically na, yung dead nasa 16. People. Yung nasa 16 yan. Di ba yan yun? Sila yung mga hindi nag-worship sa beast on its image? Yeah, regardless. Well, that's physical, ano? Physical, physical death, yes, tama po? Yes, yes. No, so, so, ang image na pinapakita dyan, eh, yung mga hindi uh, nag-worship, they were slain doon sa vision, hindi sila nag-worship, mm-hmm. eh, nakita niya, they came to life. But yung they came to life, saan niya nakita? Nakita niya parang buhay. Kaya alam kasi, the, the way you're, you're arguing kasi, parang it assumes first recapitulation. But that's Hindi, walang that, recapitulation uh, dito sa... Hindi, kasi nirelate mo, mo siya doon sa 16, tapos yung nakita niya doon na nabuhay is that uh, they were made alive sa heaven. Yun po ba yung ibig niyo sabihin? Hindi, nakita niya, di ba? They came to life. Nakita niya yeah. buhay. They came to life. Christ. So, merong hmm. vision na nakita niya na buhay. Diba? Tama yun. Nakita niya na buhay. They came to life. Nakita they niya, yung life. mga namatay, hmm. which refers to sa 16, uh, 13, tsaka 16, diba? Yung hindi nag-worship, yeah. they were slain. So, yun yung nakita niya na nabuhay dito. Now, yeah, oh. pag mo sa 4, nakita niya thrones. Eh, ang lahat ng gamit ng throne sa Revelation is in heaven. If I'm not mistaken. Well, yung, or actually, yung argument can go both ways. Eh, kasi I believe when, when ever ginagamit yung thrones, nations, lagi siyang on earth. Eh. Kingdoms, lagi sa, sa, sa ano? I mean, sa... Yeah, oh. Sa revelation? I mean, generally, gen- generally. I mean, generally. Hey, bago tayo, bago tayo pumunta sa sa ibang passage, di, ibang uh, if, uh, analogy ng scriptures, dito sa gamit ng thrones dito, seated on them were those whom the authority to judge, is similar to dun sa revelations. Uh, hey, uh, ano ba yung, ano po ba yung nakita niya? I saw thrones and seated on them were those who had been given authority to judge. So that, okay. that's one group. Okay. I also saw the souls of those who had been beheaded. So nakita niya yung souls of those who, have, who had been beheaded. Mga namatay, literally, nakita niya yung souls nila. So sabihin natin sa heaven, nakita niya sila sa heaven. But what does it mean for them to come to life if they are in heaven? Kasi so to be niya. with Christ, eh, hindi, ganito po. To be, kung if you are with Christ, kung yun yung ibig sabihin ng coming to life, why would he say, they come to life. They came to life. Isn't it yun na rin yun? To be seen sa heaven? Is it the same thing? Hindi, it seems to me, para, para, para siyang ano, para siyang, para siyang truism. Kasi, isn't it true na if you are with Christ sa heaven, you have eternal life, you have, you, you, ano, you've come to life in some sense. So, vision to eh. Kasi when, yeah. when he sees the vision, he sees the souls. Yeah, yeah. The souls. So, hindi sinabing the body. The souls, meaning yeah, nakita yeah, niya yeah. yung souls, those souls, hindi niya nakita ang the body, no? nakita niya yung souls nung beheaded, they came to life. 
So he has sees a vision that as if depicting a bodily form. What, what, what does it mean for a, for a soul to come to life? Yun yung question eh. What does it mean for a soul to come to life? Sa Bible. Okay. For a soul to come to life, paano po ang ibig sabihin nun? Does it mean, does it merely mean, does it merely mean to be with Christ in heaven or does it mean that the soul will be joined with dun sa body niya? I, I, kasi if you say, yeah, oh, what what does it mean for a soul to come to life? Kasi ako, kasi wala, akong say, nakikita, wala akong nakikita na resurrection bodily doon. Hmm? Hindi, wala akong nakikita na bodily resurrection. Ang nakikita ko, nakita niya na buhay yung mga souls. Souls of those who have been beheaded. Nakita niya, they came to life. Pero... Ang hirap i-conceive na bodily yun. When you say the souls who had been beheaded, okay, yung dapat ang sinabi niya, dapat ang sinabi niya po, and they were alive. They are alive. Kasi nakita niya sila sa heaven. If what coming to life means to be with Christ reigning in heaven. But that doesn't okay, make sense. Uh, sinabi niya, they came sense, to life. Ang sense, nun, ang sense nun is because ang pinapakita doon, they have been beheaded. That's why he says the souls, they were dead. Yeah, they were dead. They, the souls of those who have been beheaded, when he sees them, they came to life. Na para silang nabu- they came to life in his vision. In his vision, he has seen them alive. That's it. See, I don't see it uh, bodily. When, when he sees in the vision, they are alive. They came to life. Uh, those two are, those are, I, I, tingin ko dalawang kaiba yan to say na they are alive tsaka they came to life. Those are two different things. No, he has na, seen it but they came to life. No. Nakita niya na buhay. Na, hindi, na buhay. Hindi, matay nani, hindi, ganito. Hindi na matay naniniwala sa ano, diba? Sa destruction ng souls. Hmm. Tama? Kumbaga, hmm. of course, when, pag nakita niya sila sa heaven, may kita nila sila as alive. But to say they came to life, that's a different thing. Right? Kumaga, you mean kumaga, bodily. Nakita yeah, niya na may bodily resurrection. Yeah. 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 Kaya, nga, kaya nga sabi niya after that, sabi niya sa last part ng verse 5, this is the first resurrection. So yung coming okay. to life, in-describe niya, tinawag niya as first resurrection. Right? Okay. Tapos so, sabi niya, ito, ito po yung ano, uh, kaduktong. Sabi niya, the rest of the dead did not come to life. So there are dead people na hindi nag-come to life. Diba? Okay. Until the thousand years were finished. Tapos, would you say, as an amillennialist, na after a thousand years, the rest of the dead will come to life? No, because yung sinasabi dito, it's not about ang sinasabi ito, yung qualification. Well, yung yung so question ko, have, will, they, will they come to life after 1,000 years, the rest of the dead? Oo. Doon sa, not, not in the question of literal, ha? a thousand years. Same language yung ginamit niya. Same language, come to life. Eh no, same language, verse 5, oh. the rest of the dead okay. did not come to life until the thousand years. So, ibig sabihin, after a thousand years, they hmm. will come to life. Literally, okay. they will Got you there, got you there. Yes, got you, got you. Now, ang, ang ano niya, ang, uh, 
ang analogy ang ano niya ang ang similitude niya is life and first resurrection di ba they came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years this is the first resurrection di ba mm. blessed and holy as is the one who shares in this first resurrection mm. resurrection this came to life now over such the second death has no power mm. yung mga nag yung mga nag participate sa first resurrection. So, there is a qualification. Yeah. That, yung, mga, yung mga nag-came to life. So, yung the second death has no power. Yeah. Tama. Now, pagdating yeah. sa, ano, pagdating sa, pagdating sa 2020, second death is the lake of fire. Mm-hmm. This is the second death, the lake of fire. It, anyone's name was not found written in the book, it was trained to lake to fire. So, ang sinasabi niya dito is the one who has shared in the first res- resurrection will not be over such the second death has no power. Yeah. Those who have been participated. So, mm. ano yung sense nung kung sila ay uh, the rest of the dead were not yet uh, ito, uh, the rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were ended. This is the first resurrection. Ano yung sense niyan dun sa mga hindi pa nabubuhay? Uh, hindi ko gets. Kasi ang sabi niya, I, the rest of the dead are not yet resurrected and the second death has no power over those who have been experiencing first resurrection. Hmm. So yung mga second, yung mga hindi pa, yung mga hindi pa na-resurrect, yung mga hindi pa na-resurrect, paano sila maka-qualify dun sa uh, second uh, second death if they yeah, have not if, if yeah, they have not been uh, resurrected. Yeah, kasi nga they did not first, diba, the first, the first, yung first resurrection The over the first selection, there will be no second death. And since yeah. sinasabi mo, yeah. meron pang hindi na resurrect, so how do, how do how how do we how do they qualify for the second death to have no power in them? Hindi ko hindi ko gets. Hindi <laughs> ko gets. Yung mga sabi kasi dito, ang sense ng text, sabi niya, uh, yung na yung mga na sabi dito, blessed and holy is the one who shares in the first resurrection. Tama po. Tama? Yan yung mga, yan yung mga nag- yung mga na they came to life. Opo. Yan yun. Yan yun. Kasi okay. sabi niya, this is the first resurrection. Okay. Now, this blessed, kung dudugtungan mo, hindi pa tapos yung text, over hmm. such the second death has no power. Yeah, they will be priests of God and of Christ and they will reign with him for a thousand years. Tama po 'yan. So ang 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 ano ang ang sense noon is they will be over the second death as no power. Pag dumating ka naman sa sa last portion ng 20 that ang sinasabing second death, second death is the lake of fire. So okay. their blessedness of the first resurrection is because the lake of fire has no power in them. So yung second death Those who have not found written was thrown to the lake of fire. So, that is a qualification. Now, paano yun yung mga hindi pa nag-resurrect? 
ng second uh, resurrection kung may wala namang sinabi ditong second resurrection ang sinabi dito second death so kung iaano mo yung kung iaano mo yung logical uh, outcome ng second death over the first death may first resurrection may second uh, resurrection may second death may second resurrection Now, paano ngayon maka-qualify yung merong first resurrection since wala nang power yung second death dun sa nag-first resurrection? Paano yung sa second resurrection, hindi sila nakaranas ng first resurrection? Yun nga precisely yung point ng text. That if you only qualify for, if you are only, you only experience yung ano, uh, you get to experience resurrection after thousand years, which is yun nga yung second resurrection, ano ka, uh, subject ka sa second death. Merong power sa yung second death because you only came alive after. Does that make sense? Okay. Uh, wala, 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 walang implicit na second resurrection dito. Ang sabi lang, okay, walang implicit. Implicit, implicit, implied. Walang implicit. Sinabi, sinabi niya, this is first resurrection. In other words, merong second resurrection. Sinabi okay, lang nga. dito sa verse, uh, the rest of the okay, did not come okay, to life. Granted na ang sinasabi mo, first resurrection is bodily, second resurrection is bodily. Tama? Mm. So, mm. Yung, nag- yung first resurrection bodily, over such, second death is no power. No power. Now, mm. second, second resurrection, bodily. Yeah, or the rest of the dead. So, paano ngayon sila ma-qualify? Since they have not experienced the first resurrection. Paano magiging ang second death wala nang power sa kanila? Since ang qualification kanila. is the what? May, may power sa kanila kasi nga second resurrection sila. O kaya nga, eh, siba sabi mo nga, ang first resurrection, hindi, la, hindi lahat ng believers, di ba? Come again? First re- yung resurrection. Mga, yung mga dead saints lang na nabuhay. Sa time ng uh, pagdating ng Panginoon, hindi lahat pa yon. Yung second de- second resurrection bodily, eh, after 1,000 years pa yon, Literal, uh, uh, long years, di ba? Tama? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. ang sinasabi ko lang, para maging... Uh, para so you mean, ma- ma- ano yung mga believers? Para maging malakas yung argument ng uh, literal resurrection. Kasi, ang sabi doon, ang qualification ng naka-experience ng first resurrection, blessed and holy, kung ito ay literal, ah, kung ito ay literal bodily, mm-hmm. blessed and holy is the one who shares in the first resurrection. Di pa tapos. Over such, the second death has no power. Yeah. Binibigay niya yung reason why, oh. bakit sila blessed? Because walang power sa kanila yung second death. Because they've experienced first resurrection. Those oh, are paano believers. Paano ngayon yung nasa second resurrection? Hindi nila na... na Those are unbelievers. Uh, eh, saan ang believers? Sabi mo, di ba, ang, ang ano din, ang, ang ano dyan, eh, hindi, lahat, hindi lahat kasama dyan ang lahat ng hey, believers. Yung understanding ko dito sa ano, dito sa beheaded, uh, hindi ko siya tinitake literally as in yung mga tribulation saints lang. Oo nga, hindi sa understanding ng ano, guess ko yun. Of all, all believers. Uh, oh, guess ko yun. Hindi sa, uh, I, get, I get that. But ang, 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 ang ano dyan, ang, ang posit dyan is the first selection is bodily. So, mm-hmm. lahat, hindi lahat ng believers 
ay nandyan. Those who, Why? Pag, hindi lahat ng believers, hindi pa Why? lahat ng believers sa, sa scheme ng premillennial, kahit na historic, yung mga na, yung those who are alive will be changed and those who are dead will be resurrected. Diba? Tama ba? Well, define, define muna natin yung resurrection kasi yeah, ma, yung resurrection. Yeah, I mean, uh, for the sake of argument, if it's this is bodily, mm-hmm. and this is first resurrection is for the believers. Tama? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the dead. For the mm-hmm. dead. Dead believers. For the those who dead, hindi pa kasama lahat ng mga believers. Why? I, I, why? Hindi ko magets yung ganun, ano. Ganun yun. Not all. Ganun yun. Hindi magkasabay yung mga mga ano, yung mga... No, no, no. no. I think, I, I think you, kumbaga, you have an understanding of resurrection na it presupposes muna na dapat mamatay. No, I, I, kumbaga, when, when yung resurrection dito includes, I believe, yung ano yung uh, uh, pagdating scheme kasi sa glorified bodies you don't even yung mga living living saints pagdating ni Christ they too oh, will yung be, sa ano, Thessalonians be, yung those who were those who were ano caught up alive will yeah. be changed tapos yung mga lahat ng mga oh lahat ng mga patay Now, sa scheme niya, sa scheme, sa scheme ng ano, sa scheme ng uh, sa scheme ng uh, premillennial 'yan, kahit historic, hindi magkasabay 'yan. Ang hindi magkasabay yung the rest ang of general the resurrection ay hindi magka hindi magkasabay ang yung sinasabi ni, ni sinasabi ni Lord sa John chapter 5 when the people when the dead will hear the voice of the son of God, 'di ba? They will they will uh, hear the son of the, they will hear the voice of the son of God and they will live. So sa mm-hmm. scheme niyan ng ano sa scheme ng premillennial uh, hindi magkasabay yan. Yeah, It's ang, hindi magkasabay, ang hindi magkasabay yung resurrection ng unbelievers tsaka believers. Yun ang hindi magkasabay. Yeah, nga. yun nga, yun ang sinasabi ko, yung yung believers tsaka unbelievers lahat ng mga namatay ang sinasabi, lahat ng mga namatay na unbelievers at believers at saka believers and, uh, at saka believers lahat ng buhay pa when the Lord Jesus Christ would come mabubuhay lahat ng mga patay sa mga sa premillennial kahit sa historic magkahiwalay yung believers and believers sa mga namatay ang nakikita ang nakikita lang yan ang tinapakita lang yan yung mga believers tama Diba? Yeah, sa first resurrection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, first resurrection. Ngayon, mm-hmm. paano yung mga, paano yung mga, uh, uh, diba, ang, ang lahat ng yan, mama, uh, ang lahat ng mga believers na nabubuhay pa dyan ay ma, ay ma, uh, it will be changed. Mm-hmm. So, paano yung mga ibang mga believers pa na hindi kasama dyan? You, you mean yung mga naborn again during 1,000 years? Oo. Oh, tsaka yung mga, di ba kasi likelihood that you still can say that in the millennium there will be there will people who are immortal kasi sabi sa sabi sa sa epistle sa new testament kapag dating ni lord swallowed up na yung death so immortal na yung mga yung mga hmm. believers 
Now, mm-hmm. sabi ng mga millennialists, eh, meron pang debt pagdating ng millennium. So, meron pang mga magbibilib, sabi nyo. So, paano sila makakualify? Kung sila ay hindi na first resurrect. Yan yung ano, yan yung tawag dito, yan yung medyo ano pa ako. Yan ang punto ko. Hindi pa ako ano dyan. Oo. Kasi mahirap sa scheme na. Yung resurrection dun sa ay bodily. Oo. Ay bodily. Nakuha mo na ako. Yeah. <laughs> so, yun lang ang gusto kong yun, 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 ano, during millennial reign. Yun yung yun oh. yung ano, I admit na medyo nahirapan ako doon kung paano paano sasagutin yun. yun. So baka so, meron po yung iba sa inyo diyan na nakakaalam <laughs> na mga pre-millennialist. Ah, uh, siguro lagyan natin 'to ng part 2, no. Opo, tayo lang dalawa. Hindi <laughs> kasi pumupunta yung mga ating mga ano nang gumagari-gumagari. <laughs> Actually, mabato, no? Pero hindi pa tapos yung mga discussion dito. Pero maganda yung aming discussion ni Quits, although we, uh, we differ uh, in that sense of, ano, uh, you see, we we don't vilify its other, we want mm. this to be, to understand uh, its other, na mga believers, in this in this portion of uh, revelation, we can say that you can, we can hold its other's view without vilifying, no? Yung... Yeah. Amen. Yung, kasi mga iba na talagang uh, yung mga ibang uh, uh, millennial views, no? Hindi naman ito yung... Hindi uh, 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 natin... Ako rin, nahihirapan pa rin sa admittedly. So, uh, gusto ko rin makuha hmm. yung mga differences kung papaano nag... Uh, yung meron ko... Magkaroon ng common point ba? So, yan. Yeah. So, baka humaba yeah, na naman tayo. Yung, yung, yung question sa ano, dun sa resurrection, yun yung medyo nahirapan ako, yung within the thousand year, kasi may mamamatay pa eh, dahil hindi uh, naman lahat believers eh. So, yun nga, uh, it would sound like na meron pang mga second, third resurrections dun sa, uh, sa millennium. No? So, yun lang, yun yung, ano, yun yung medyo ano pa ako. Uh, hindi pa At saka, yun nga sabi ko, wala, walang binabanggit doon na second resurrection. Second death. So, second death yung ano. I mean, literal uh, bodily resurrection. Kung literal bodily resurrection. Di kasi, sa akin kasi, I think implied siya doon sa word na. Implied. Oo nga, ayun, implied. Na, na sabi niya, the rest of the dead did not come to life until. Sabi sabihin, they will oh, oh, soon, oh, 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 oh. they will come to life. And mm. I don't see na hindi yan literal na physical coming to life. Diba? Kasi what yeah, does yeah. it mean? Then? Verse 5 po. Revelation 20. The rest of the dead did not come to life until. Ibig sabihin, there's a certain period then after that, they will come to life. And kung literal, kung literal bodily resurrection. Either you understand that as a literal bodily resurrection or not. Ay, po, ano, ano yung ano nyo dyan? Ano yung take nyo dyan? Literal uh, ba siya o hindi? Uh, kasi hindi literal yung per se. So, kailangan. Consistent. <laughs> uh, ang yeah. tingin ko dyan kasi uh, dito sa yun nga, sa blessed, sa, sa when the thousand years were ended, 
uh, it's pertaining to this first resurrection that they are enjoying in with Christ. Uh, by, by the way po, yung, yung take nyo sa first resurrection is yung sa intermediate state. Hello po? Nag-chappy po kayo, nag-chappy po. Hello? Ayan. Chappy lang saglit. Ay. Ayun. Batiin na lang. Sandali lang ha. Uh, call po, of nature po. lang. Ikaw muna. Sige Ikaw po. muna. Call of nature lang ako. Ayun po. Sige po. Sige po. Ayun. So, yun nga po. Call of nature uh, lang. Sige po. We're talking about uh, uh, Revelations 20. No, ano po yung ibig sabihin nung uh, or how yung different millennial views uh, tinitake yung mga uh, symbols dito like uh, yung abyss, yung bounding of Satan, and yung uh, thousand years, and yung coming to life. Especially ito pong coming to life sa verses 4 to 6. Ayan, kasi diyan po nabanggit yung uh, uh, first resurrection, second death, no. So meron po iba't ibang view eh. Yung isang view dito is yung ano rin siya, fairly common din is yung uh, regeneration view. No? Some some take yung first resurrection or coming to life here as uh, regeneration. Now, yung iba naman po, tinitake yan as yung uh, coming to life sa intermediate state sa heaven. Yan. So, sa akin po, yung view ko dito, as I understand yung flow of thought nung, ano, nung text, ano siya? Physical resurrection siya. Kasi merong physical beheading or kahit pa itake natin to symbolic, it only means namatay sila physically. No, yun yung nire-represent nung being beheaded because of the testimony about Jesus. So, these are believers who died. Tapos, uh, so I take yung yung coming to life sa uh, verse 5 and verse 4, they came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years uh, as literal coming to life. Sa verse 5, merong comment si John na the rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were finished. So, yan naman yung aking view dyan. So, the rest of the dead, yung mga hindi believers, they will be resurrected as well. Tapos, uh, they will be thrown sa hell, both body and soul. So, yun, yun yung point nung second, ano. Eh, hindi siya tinawag na second resurrection, tinawag sa second death kasi after nilang uh, resurrect, they will be thrown sa hell. So, it's second death. Yan. So, ano pa ba? If you have questions po, pwede kayo magtanong at itry po namin sagutin kung meron man. So, ayun. 
Good evening po sa uh, kay Brother Mario Mendoza, Bermeo, Brother CJ, and uh, Brother Jericho Cantoria. Antay lang natin si, ano, si Kuya Ardi. Yan na, yan na siya. Yan. Hello. Hello po. Sama na. <laughs> Wala akong sound? May sound ka? Meron po, meron, meron. Rinig ko po kayo. Rinig hello? po ako. Hello, hello. Hello po. Hello po, hello. Wala hello? ka? Wala po ako. Hello? Hello? Wala po. Wala kang sound? Wala. Naririnig. Hello po, hello? Hello? Hello, hello. Ayan. Oh, meron naman. Hello? Hello po. Hello, hello. Okay na po. Meron na. Hello? Hello? Hello, hello po. Hello, hello, hello. Rinig ko po kayo, pero hindi nyo ako naririnig. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Naririnig ba ako, Labs? Hello po? Hello? hello? Yun, yun. 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 Okay. Ayun. Ikaw naman ang nawala. So, before we close, medyo mahaba na yung ating ano. Uh, but, may mga bumabati dito. Siguro, we can have a second part of this eschatology, uh, uh, millennial views uh, next week. Kasi uh, most of the time ako yung nagpaliwanag dun sa first part. But since kami lagi ni Quits, eh, we want more to participate. Even uh, dispensational premillennialism sana kung meron eh. Sa mga, ano, kasi uh, meron pa akong ano, yung, sa, yung differences ng dispensational at historic eh. Kung sa literal mm-hmm. understanding, parang mas consistent sa akin yung dispensational eh. <laughs> kung sa literally uh, kasi parang inaano ko dyan yung anong sense ni Christ sa millennium mas consistent dun sa kung, kung, I mean I, I'm not agreeing dun sa dispensational if if he will reign literal reign mm. and their understanding is in Jerusalem in Jerusalem with the Israel pagdating naman sa sa historic eh anong sense ano ang sense sa, para siya mag oo ano yung sense ano ano yung significance ng reign niya kung hindi sa thousand years oh, yung yung yeah. at least yung sa akin po yung view ko doon yung take ko diyan is yung Romans chapter 8 kumbaga i believe na yan yung preparation for eternal state and god will use believers to redeem the the ano the earth kumbaga um, sabi sa Romans 8 di ba uh, the 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 creation bondage. is groaning it's bondage it's in bondage uh, and waiting for the uh of the adoption of the, the sense of god sense oh. of god so i take that to mean as once na uh yun nga 
uh, dumating si Christ at na-resurrect yung mga believers, nabigyan sila ng, kumbaga nakuha nilang adoption of their bodies, yung yung resurrected bodies, yung consummation, uh, sila yung magiging means by which the earth, the creation, will be restored. Mag, ma, 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 ano sila, ma, tawag dito, marirenew. By the pero, way, ah. Uh, huwag marirenew uh, siya, pero new talaga siya. <laughs> Uh, by, by the way, to 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 answer the misrepresentation for Amil, that Amil does not say that there there will no there 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 is no reign of Christ on the earth. What what Amil is denying is that the earth that Christ will reign is the new heaven and the new earth, not. Uh, inter, not inter, not not the gap between his coming and a supposed 1,000 years reign on the earth. Pag dumating si Christ, he will redeem the earth. He, this is the new heavens and the new earth, the earth that that we now live. We now live. It will mm-hmm. be a new heavens and the new earth, as as depicted in 21 and 22, sa yeah. new heavens and the new earth that. Premillennial use the Old Testament passage in Isaiah that there will uh, yun nga, yung sa Isaiah yung the the animals uh, and and humans living together is being depicted sa Revelations 21. So yun mm. yung ano ng amillennial. It doesn't say na walang literal walang literal reign si Christ. But the concept of kumbaga nilalagay niyo na siya sa eternal Sa eternal sa state. Oo, oh, sa, sa end. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, succeeding, succeeding, when Christ comes, succeeding events up up to, when He comes, succeeding events will come, judgment and uh, culmination of all things and then the, the, mm-hmm. new, the new creation, the new creation na yun. So, new heavens and the new earth. So, yun, yun yung ano natin. So, I... I think you have to wind this up since baka maging three hours na naman to. And it's good to have quits as regular con- uh, interactor contributor here na hindi ako nag-iisa. Kanina <laughs> uh, nag-iisa ako. Uh, buti na lang nakapag-prepare ng konti. Pero uh, it's good to have a uh, Co, co, if we can say co-host ne, quit sabio, and co-interactors dito sa podcast to 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 have a lively discussion, even even differing uh, no one's uh, views. So, maraming salamat quit lagi sa pagano mo, consistent ka. <laughs> Pwede nga uh, next time ko na magos. <laughs> Aso may prayer meeting. <laughs> Meron ko kami prayer meeting. <laughs> Actually merong ko uh, merong merong ano na ano eh yung kahit dalawa o tatlo yung host kahit ikaw yung magsimula doon diyan sa Pilipinas kung halimbawa wala ako. Hindi naman ako nagpapaalam na ano mawawala. <laughs> so, maraming salamat quit sa ano mo sa Lagi I mean, po, uh, it's a Before we close, uh, let's greet yung mga nagki-greet dito. A blessed day, everyone. Pasensya na, Mario. Ngayon ko lang na nakindot uh, ito. Watching from Qatar, Mario Mendoza. Oh, long time, uh, haven't seen your name popping up dito sa comments. Thank you, Mario. 
Si CJ. Good evening po, Pastor. CJ, oh. Yan, si CJ. Uh, Masayang-masaya sa picture kasi meron na siyang uh, announce ko ba rito? Huwag na. <laughs> uh, si Jericho. Good evening, Jericho. Yan, sa ating mga uh, shoutouts. So, thank you again for watching this episode 24. Thank you, Quit Sabio for this participating in the discussion. Uh, maraming salamat. Hope that you have been helped in our discussion of uh, eschatological millennial views. Although this topic is, this subject is really controversial. But we hope to, to we hope that you have been uh, helped in our discussion even if it's uh, little. Na sa pag-aaral niyo sa scripture, it's better to have uh, all the aspects na maintindihan natin. And uh, si, si Chris, good evening, na marami pa tayong pag-aaralan pa natin ng lubos, lalo na yung book of Revelation. At si John Calvin, walang komentary sa book of Revelation. Wala nga. Sa lahat ng book siya, walang komentary. So, mahirap talaga yung book of Revelation. So, thank you for this. Kaya daw, naging uh, amil lang episode. mga, ano, mga reform. Oo, oh, amil tsaka post-mid. So, uh, thank you very much for this uh, episode, for watching. I hope you have uh, enjoyed the discussion and been helped. And please do subscribe to our channel if you want to watch the replay and past episodes in our YouTube and uh, Facebook channel. Bye. God bless. Yeah. See you all next time for the new episode, for another episode of the New Living Way podcast. God bless to all. Good night. purpose of God as it culminates and fulfilled the Lord Jesus Christ in the new covenant.